This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Merry Christmas or Feliz Natal to anyone listening to this who is Brazilian. 65% of the Brazilian population is Catholic and a 22% Protestant. So they take Christmas in Brazil very seriously. The houses are decorated and they even get excited about Papa Noel. That's their Santa Claus who comes despite the lack of chimneys. A subscriber asked, what are your thoughts on how COVID-19 will affect the land market? For a long time, there really has been nothing for sale. Now, with as bad as some care centers have been hit, there's some on the market. That's a good question. I hope I can answer it. I think that the COVID deaths will have a minor impact on the farmland market. The primary reason why there is little land offered is that there is no better place to invest the money. Farmland produces return on investment, while cash in the bank pays none, given near zero CD rates. Unless the seller is willing to assume much greater risk by investing in the stock market or Bitcoin, farmland is such a good investment few want to sell it, as there's no better alternative for parking money. Given profitable grain prices, future cash rent asks will be going up. Most farmland sales are between heirs or to settle estates. Farm sale estates proceeds are often used to pay off debt. I think that we are getting closer to an inflation cycle with every trillion dollars that the government borrows. Hard assets such as farmland will attract investment money. Buying farmland has more to do with how it fits into an operation than what its price does in the short term. Farmland's not a short-term investment. I've always been surprised when at a farm auction when someone brings up what the price of grain did the last week as if that would impact the sale. Not many farms are worth less than was paid for them over the long term. As to the grain market... I think that the trade was probably shocked at this point that profit-taking for the holiday weekend really did not materialize. One would assume that there would be some. New highs were made again for soybeans and corn. Trends are up. I rolled my soybean longs from January to March. Winter finally arrived here in northwest Iowa, but even a blizzard was dry. 60-mile-per-hour winds pounded the little snow that we got into fine powder. China was reportedly back in the market for more cargoes, with Argentine ports closed and an armadra of ships waiting there to load. The United States is the only place with soybeans available. There's no evidence that the price has yet rationed demand. Somehow I think that all the mess in Washington is going to get worked out. Existing COVID aid programs expire and there is great pressure that there will be no lapse. The way that it is, it is not going to be a very Merry Christmas for millions of Americans caught in the COVID fallout. There are choices to make here that Congress did not want to have to pick from, but that's too bad for them. The time has come to override some vetoes. On the hogs. The December pig report was mostly neutral relative to trade estimates. I think that it was a relief, though, that USDA confirmed moderation of production. All hogs and pigs and market hogs came in as expected at 99% of a year ago. The breeding herd, however, was 97% of a year ago compared to the average estimate of 98.2. Nevertheless, they get a lot of farrowing intentions out of a smaller sow herd. The industry could constantly liquidate sows and produce the same number of pigs given industry productivity. The weight breakdowns, however, tip back the other way relative to trade estimates, with pigs under 50 pounds at 99% compared to the trade guess of 976 
While productivity has always been an issue with the hog industry, they appear to have taken their foot off the gas pedal of expansion, moderating production into 2021. They are facing much stiffer feed costs. They ducked a bullet this fall because of COVID-related euthanasia that averted what otherwise would have been a supply glut to rival 1998. USDA nicked 665,000 hogs from their September report count. We will assume that the USDA is now back on track with market numbers. The cattle complex has gone into holiday mode. Shutdowns in the sale barns and the packing plants, Tyson will reportedly be down Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, will basically bring cattle movement to a screeching halt over the next 10 or so days as we get through the holiday season. Hopefully the prospect of reopening, along with the renewed need for cattle after the first of the year, will keep the momentum moving in the right direction. The cash cattle market appears to affirm late week the Packers' business certainly doesn't function without the cattle. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.